Well, here's a note for drivers and those who may be driving around Surrey and other places that may also take a look at this new idea. You see, the city of Surrey is looking for ways to make intersections a lot more safe for pedestrians, cyclists, and transit users. How will they do that in Surrey? Well, Surrey is thinking about, uh, well, removing right-hand turn slip lanes. Ooh, what's that? How does that work? Well, to answer that question and explain some of this, we bring in Surrey's Director of Design and Construction, Jason Colnett. Jason, thanks so much for being with us. Uh, My pleasure. Thank you for having me this morning. Now, when we talk about uh, including removing right-hand turn slip lanes, that's one of the ideas here. What's the problem and what sort of design solution are we looking at? So at the city of Surrey, we pride ourselves in being uh, uh, making our decisions based on data. So we refer to it as data-driven decision-making. So um, we, you know, we're not uh, reactionary. We're not um, uh, completing projects based on, on impulse. We take a look at the data and assess what we can do to improve things, improve things. So uh, when it comes to uh, intersection safety, that's something that's uh, high on our uh, priority list. Um, every year, um, uh, uh, motorists, um, cyclists, pedestrians are killed and injured across the city, and that's something that we want to uh, want to reduce. One of the uh, things that we look at when we take a look at intersections um, is the the different turning movements. And uh, you're referring to this morning um, to the right-hand turn slip lanes. And uh, the slip lanes allow uh, the traffic to uh, make a right-hand turn without being affected by a vehicle uh, stopping, for example, at the light in front of uh, in front of them. They always have that lane to make the turn. Um, over the years, uh, that um, uh, type of um, intersection uh, setup has been well used. Um, uh, in many locations uh, around the world, um, and it really helps the little uh, island that's created. It's often referred to it as a pedestrian refuge island, but uh, typically um, in kind of transportation uh, nomenclature, uh, it's uh, pork chop islands uh, uh, because of the shape. Yeah, so, right. uh, those pork chop islands um, allow the pedestrian to move partway across the road uh, before uh, pressing the um, uh, the button, and then it makes sure that there's a shorter crossing distance for them, which is safer. Uh, one of the things we look at now when we redesign intersections is uh, have these been set up in a safe manner. Uh, the older standards um, had the vehicles uh, able to approach the right-hand turn lanes at pretty high speeds, um, which is a risk to uh, pedestrians trying to cross to the uh, the Pork Chop Island, but it's also a risk to the vehicle itself. So again, uh, this isn't simply for uh, for the pedestrians. This is for the uh, for the vehicles and the uh, the the folks in the vehicles as well. Now, for um, as long as I can remember, I think uh, there's been one of these Pork Chop Islands at Fraser Highway in 64th which uh, allows you to kind of cross over a very short area of uh, crosswalk, stay there, and go over the longer one. Is that what we're talking about, those type of things? That's correct, yeah. Um, and again, it allows the, the vehicles 
to uh, make the turn without the traffic. You know, if there was a vehicle stop that was looking to go straight through, um, normally, uh, if it was a conventional curb return, uh, the vehicle wanting to turn uh, right behind it would also just have to wait for the light to change. But with the slip lane, it allows the vehicle to make that turn uh, because they've got a dedicated right-hand turn lane. Um, what we talk about now is smart channels, uh, smart channelization. So uh, simply ch- by changing the angle of that pork chop island, we can help uh, reduce the speed of the vehicle as they approach. Um, it allows them to be approaching the pedestrians and the traffic at a more perpendicular angle. So they have better sight lines as a driver and for pedestrians approaching, they get a better sight line. Uh, so it's really a win-win situation. Um, and it's only in circumstances uh, when we're redesigning an intersection if uh, we can't achieve those safety standards that uh, we consider removing the slip lane and replacing it with a conventional, uh, uh, a conventional curb return. And again, that's looked at on a case-by-case basis. So uh, you may see um, at different intersections, uh, uh, King George and uh, 64th, um, two of the pork chop bonds were removed and two of them remained. Uh, we're currently doing work at 72nd and King George, and three of the pork chop bonds will be remaining and uh, one will be removed. So again, we look at this um, on a case-by-case basis. Uh, basis and it's the data-driven decision-making. So have there been um, incidences in the area? Where have they occurred and how can we address this? There really isn't a downside here, is there? I mean, I'm a driver and a pedestrian. I've seen uh, near collision type things when I've been a pedestrian, uh, both as a driver uh, where I've had to slam on the brakes because I didn't see something and as a pedestrian crossing. So I'm wondering if there is a loser in this. People driving around, would they say, oh, it's just another one of those things that's really slamming drivers? Uh, No, I think it is uh, a a win-win for for everyone, for the the vulnerable users, the the cyclists and the pedestrians. They end up with a crossing that is uh, is safer for them. Uh, And then for the vehicles, they end up uh, with a a crossing and and a right-hand turn, which is safer for them as well. They're less likely to get hit by um, a vehicle coming in the uh, from the side Um, so it really does make it safer for everyone Um, so again it's something that we feel that this is uh, uh, there's data there you know uh, studies from the Transportation Association of Canada US Federal Highway Administration BC uh, MOTI uh, Ministry of uh, Transportation and and Infrastructure um, and countless studies for cities across uh, Canada and within British Columbia as well. So you mentioned Um, these countless studies. Uh, Jason, what are you hearing from colleagues in other cities, not just Surrey, but is this going to be a trend that we see maybe across a province or country? Yes, this is something that's been picking up um, the smart channelization um, uh, in the last uh, 10 years or so. Uh, we've really been seeing that starting to increase. Um, and again, typically this is instituted when you're going to upgrade an intersection. Uh, that's when it takes place. So uh, people look at um, the statistics. And, and within the city of Surrey, we have a fantastic uh, program called Vision Zero. And the vision is, is that we'll have no... Uh, no people killed on our roads uh, at some point. 
So we can take a look at the intersection. We can look at the data to see where uh, the intersections um, that have the highest risk are, and then we can address those um, uh, and kind of prioritize those and see where uh, we can get um, best bang for buck in terms of uh, safety. Interesting, and looking forward to seeing more of those as places like Surrey, of course, high growth area, but as more places adopt this. Uh, Jason, thanks so much. My pleasure. Have a great morning.